Welcome to the RK3 Show. This is episode 17 of the podcast, and I just love the title of today's episode, Faith, Fruits, and Fruition. Yeah, let's talk about it. Apples, oranges, and strawberries. Robert Kennedy the third, RK3. That's me. Yep. Today I've got a fruit wrap, or maybe it's a roll up. Time to rock the show. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> you made it back, and I love you for it. You've decided to subscribe or just take a moment to hang out with my crazy self. And so I wanted to say thank you for contributing to my world and letting me into yours. And speaking of contributing, folks, I need you to help us out by becoming a patron of the show. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show to become a patron of the show. Support the show and receive patron perks like getting a show shout out, free access to the Speak Right Now Academy courses and your own segment on the show. Ooh, let's do it. Again, become a patron by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show. That's patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show. All right. Messed that up a little bit. Hey, this is Epi 17, but 16 was a gas. So take a ride on Reading Railroad and get back over to that last episode where Tanya Hoffman shared tips on finding your lane, how to get visible and own your story. It's worth it. Take out your notebook, check the show notes for episode 16 and let's learn. Listen, I wanted to share a quick resource. This show is brought to you today by Bluehost. Since 2009, I've hosted all of my websites and most of my online businesses through Bluehost. And the thing I love about Bluehost, the best thing about them is that they have phenomenal customer service. And I always, always, always get solutions to my problems. So start hosting your site for only $3.95 per month. Yeah, that's literally less than two cups of coffee at Starbucks, right? Make money with your biz for less than four bucks per month using Bluehost. The link is in the show notes. So let's jump into the show today. My guest is Jeff Tatarchuk. Jeff is a serial entrepreneur, including working with cyber money that most people are scared of. He's passionate about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship. And as a matter of fact, hosts a conference for faith-based entrepreneurs called Fruition Lab. Hey, grapes, mangoes, pomegranate, Jeff's got a story. Let's tell it. It's my man, Jeff Tatarchuk. He is the founder and VP for Vault Miner. Now, Jeff, I may have gotten some of that wrong, but first of all, I'm, I'll give you a moment just to share with us what that is in a, in a moment. But just, hey, how you doing, first of all? Hey, man, doing really well, Robert. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Excellent, man. I'm so glad that you're able to be here. I think we've been connected or after this at least for two years <laughs> and so we're finally making this thing happen. So I want to talk to you about one of the things that you're doing, Fruition Lab. But first, before we go into that, tell us a little bit about your current venture. And if I got your 
titles wrong in the first place. No, well, let me first congratulate you on nailing my last name, man. You did really good with my last name. Most people, I think I just learned how to pronounce it just a couple of days ago. So you, oh, wow. you got to the park first try, man. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I currently, I've, I've done a lot of ventures. I'm currently on my sixth business um, wow. that I've been a part of. And the last five I've been able to kind of sell. And uh, this this current one is a crypto mining company called Vault Miner Inc. that a friend and I started to help high net worth individuals um, who don't have a tech background uh, get into cryptocurrency mining. And nice. so we've been working on it for the last nine months and uh, things have been going really, really well. We just got acquired about a month ago and uh, yeah, we're hitting the ground running. So it's been a lot of fun. So when you get into businesses, when you start as an entrepreneur, when you start things, is it with the intention to ultimately sell it or what's in your mind when you, when you start? Not, yeah, good question. Not this, uh, this current one. Yes, it, it, it was the intention to uh, get it off the ground with the intention of selling, but none of my previous ventures, none of the previous five, um, I've always just created something and then somebody jumped in and said, Hey, I really like this. Yeah. Um, how much? And, uh, yeah, always my last one. Um, yeah, I had no intention of selling, but yeah, it seems to me I'm a surrogate of businesses where I just kind of create them over a three or four year period of time. And by the end of that period, somebody else takes it on after that. So it's kind of it's kind of works for my skill set. But wow. yeah, I'd like to see something off a little bit further. We'll see if this next one is it. So that's amazing in and of itself, though, because most entrepreneurs, they get in and they, they're thinking about running this business long term. And you're saying you're on your sixth one and you had five that you've ultimately sold. So that takes some talent to get it to a point where people look and say, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So, so I guess the question mm-hmm. here is, how do you identify an idea that is so amazing that ultimately people want to buy it? Or how do you work with that idea to get it to that point? Yeah, I guess for me, all of my businesses have come out of a need that I've personally had Mm. that I wanted to solve. And um, for instance, my first one was an educational resource that uh, was kind of a study guide series that we had created. And um, the current study guides that were that existed before it didn't work very well at all. And so um, we created it. Uh, we brought somebody on to help us with it. And then by the time we were done, that person we brought on to help us with just said, Hey, listen, I want to buy this thing out completely. And so it started off with just trying to solve a problem that I had that I knew there needed to be something better. And by solving it, people liked it and it's continued to be one of the best things. And so um, I do kind of have, um, I don't know if you've ever taken like the strengths finder test, the Gallup yeah. strengths finder test. Mm-hmm. Um, my top thing is ideation and, uh, people, I just constantly am thinking about ideas and different things that, um, that we can create to make the world a better place. And, um, yeah, I just, I have a lot of kind of pots on the back burner that are constantly kind of cooking and waiting for the right time to be brought out. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just solving problems that, that I personally have. And, and I find out there's other people that want those problems solved as well. So. Wow. So I want to recap one thing that you just mentioned for our, our audience. You talked about the strength finder and finding your top skill as ideation and that being a driving factor in your businesses and how you perform. And so I want people that are listening to check that out. Find, not only check out the strength finder, but part of what drives success is understanding 
your strength, understand working in your sweet spot, being in your place that can allow you to, to work with the gifts that you've been, you've been divinely given. Right. And so, so that's, that's amazing. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 show. Hey, y'all, we have a little break, and I just wanted to remind you that if you have any questions and you want to hear them answered on the show, shoot me a voicemail. Go to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. That's robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail, and I will play the voicemail on the show and answer your question. How's that for getting on the radio? (laughs) All right. Now, let's get back to the show. You've got this thing called Fruition Lab, which, which is an event for entrepreneurs and, and you title it for faith driven entrepreneurs. So tell me a little bit about why you started that. Yeah. So I, I was raised in a Christian home, um, in a kind of a down trodden area of town. We didn't have a lot of money. My dad is a nurse. My mom works as a secretary, uh, for a school of nursing actually. And so, I uh, wasn't exposed to a lot of business growing up, but I've always been this idea person. And you brought up a very good point about um, as an entrepreneur or to be successful in any area of life, it takes a really strong self-awareness to know who you are and not be constrained by the expectations and ideas of other people around you. And um, yeah, I kind of felt that early on and I really struggled with it actually. Like I didn't do well in school. Um, I was diagnosed with ADHD, dyslexia, and that just led to a whole slew of other things, not being able to do well and struggle and depression and attempted suicide and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, why like these kids? So I, I went to school in this town called Loma Linda, which has a really high concentration of doctors and all kinds of people and kids like in elementary school already knew they were planning on being a doctor because their parents were doctors (laughs) and it just, it wasn't something I was interested in, nor did I see myself on that path, but I always came up with ideas, uh, whether it was, um, yeah, just different businesses to help make money, just to help solve problems in my own little world and all through life. So elementary school, high school, um, I was in high school and I started a skimboard company. I would just make skimboards out of woodworking class. I worked for a surf company and I'd take the resin and make these skimboards and I'd sell them to my friends. And I wish somebody would have come alongside and said, Jeff, this is how you can turn this product into an actual wow. operating business. I had no idea how to do that. And um, went to college. My mom said, please, Jeff, just give me one semester. If you can just, just whatever, if, if you hate it after that, that it doesn't work out for you. Um, you don't have to go. And I ended up going to school and um, loving it just because of the people right. I, you know, I fell in love with my friends and the, the experience, but school was still a big struggle for me. Um, I ended up taking theology and um, I, I wow. love it. Like I had a personal experience where um, I love the Bible. I just Greek and Hebrew and all of the complexities of all the rest of pastoring and theology was just not something I was interested in, but I love seeing people experience the gospel for the first time. There's nothing to me more powerful than that. But I knew I wasn't built for pastoring in the traditional sense that we see today where the guy in the suit and tie, he's preaching every week, he's doing counseling sessions. It's just not me. Right. And so again, I started feeling like, why am I not fitting in? And so to answer your question about Fruition Lab, um, I started a few businesses, mm-hmm. one while I was in seminary, and I needed help getting some of the legal things off the ground and, and some of the marketing pieces and I went to the school of business at the school I was at asking for help. And they said, we don't, we don't have anything to help you in that area. Our, our entrepreneurship professor teaches once every other year. 
mm. and he's not around and we just don't have any, any resources for you. And so I said, man, well, let me call some of my friends who are in business. And so I started calling some of my friends who are in business and I realized that there are actually people out there doing some really cool stuff that have started things from scratch um, that didn't just go down the traditional path that exists within my context of pastor, teacher, doctor, and healthcare administrator. And I realized that, um, yeah, what would it, and I thought, man, what would it look like to pull together people from all different backgrounds to share their founder stories of taking an idea and making that idea a reality? So we hosted our first event uh, about four years ago, um, pulling yeah. together faith-driven entrepreneurs. Because I know there's a ton of entrepreneurship conferences all over um, yeah. the world, you know, the biggest and the best, but I didn't see a lot in the faith space and, and faith being so important to me in my journey. And also realizing how important it was to a lot of other people's journey. We thought that would be a cool niche right. to so, uh, bring together. So I want to back up for just a second because you sent the, said something that I know is going to bless somebody. And, it, and it's critical. It, it, let's go back to the education system. So you were diagnosed with something and you were told, you know, ADHD, you're a dyslexic. And I think about some of the most famous or successful entrepreneurs. I think about Richard Branson as probably the most famous dyslexic that I know, right? Mm -hmm. And you're telling me about you going on and and studying Greek and Hebrew and all of the, and all these things. So, so there's some, there's a disconnect somewhere in early Mm -hmm. education so how did you mm. find your way through that? How did you find the mm. thing in yourself that said, you know what? I'm not what these people say that I am. I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. I'm greater. I can do more than that. Yeah. Well, honestly, I wouldn't have survived without my faith. Um, mm. I, I talked about how early on when I was diagnosed with ADHD and dyslexia, this was like fifth grade. And wow. that led me down a path of depression where by eighth grade, I had attempted suicide. Wow, And I was like, there's no way out. I'm, I just, I can't fit in. I'm not, I can't read really well. I, I just, I don't get it. And it was from that to then um, experiencing the gospel for the first time. And I'm like, man, okay, well, I'm, I'm clearly made for something bigger, um, something better. I have a purpose. And then it was on a journey to try to figure out what that purpose was. What were the unique strengths, experiences, and skills that God had given just to me that I could contribute back to the world. And I think my high school, college, graduate school experience was more just kind of fumbling around trying to figure out what those things were. And um, yeah, cre- find, figuring out a way to find a strong self-awareness was really big for me. Um, so like the Finder test, the Myers-Briggs, all of those different things were, were helpful to help me put the pieces in place. But then I feel like it takes time for you to be able to work it out and fully understand how your strengths, skills, and experiences fit within different contexts. And so for me, it was trying as many things as possible. I'd switched majors. Um, I I was doing all sorts of different events and and trying different things. And I failed a lot. I feel like failing a lot. And that's one thing that's kind of the the downside of our education system. It's just not built for people to allow people to fail. Mm. It's built to allow people to regurgitate, you know, what's on a syllabus, which creates a lot of really great middle managers but it doesn't create a lot of innovators and original thinkers. And so um, I failed a lot, which I think helped me um, not be afraid to start a business. Um, You know, the fear of failing because I've I've already failed early. I failed often. And so, um, yeah, so I think experiencing a lot, failing often, 
and learning more about who I was and becoming confident in the strengths, skills, and experiences that God has designed me to be um, has really, really helped in that regard. And so um, it's given me a sense of confidence. There's this cool word, man, that I, I love. It's this word, ikigai. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh-uh. It's, uh, it's a Japanese word. Uh, this guy, Dan Buettner, who did a study on the blue zones, which are the areas in the world with the highest concentration of people who live over 100. Yeah. And one of the areas that he studied was Okinawa, Japan. And the, the thing that kept coming up over and over was this word ikigai. And the word ikigai means uh, your reason for being or your mm. reason for waking up in the morning. Wow. And, he attribu- and they attribute the reason why they live as long as they do to their longevity. And to me, that was just so big that, um, that it just rocked everything for me. And so understanding what my purpose is was really big. And I think it's a biblical concept. There's this text in Proverbs that talks about um, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. And I really believe that, um, you know, living in your purpose, being aligned with the place and space that God has called you to be, um, changes everything. And so, yeah, it's, 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 but a lot of people aren't. And when you're not living aligned with that space and place and purpose that God has called you to be, that's where the anxiety, that's where the stress, that's where the depression comes up. And so, yeah, that's, what's kind of helped me get through. It wasn't necessarily school, but it was just kind of failing, figuring out along the way. That's man. This is so good. That's so good. I wish we had all day to kind of go through some of this, but we, we need to end. So let me ask you this. Where can people find more about Fruition Lab? It's the dual question here. Where can people find more and why should they attend a Fruition Lab event? Yeah, if you're somebody, entrepreneurship is a lonely um, endeavor. And if you're somebody who is interested in entrepreneurship or if you're interested in investing and you're coming at it from a faith-driven perspective and you want to get around other faith-driven, world-changing entrepreneurs, Fruition Lab is the best place to be. Um, We do events every year. And um, we do conferences. We bring out the best speakers. We definitely want to have Robert out at our next event. It'd be really great. And uh, we want to, we, we bring together the best people and people come away from it changed. We have some of our speakers that are millionaires and billionaires speaking at our events, coming, calling me months later saying, Jeff, you have no idea how much this event has transformed my life. And so if you're an entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is a lonely journey. Um, yeah. So get around people who resonate with the journey you're on who can continue to encourage you uh, along the way. And Fruition Lab is the place to be to do that. The core of faith is stuff you hope for but can't see, but you believe is going to happen. And business is like that. They say that true entrepreneurs build a bridge while walking on it, or they jump off a cliff and build a plane on the way down. Scary stuff, but that's where greatness is born. Greatness doesn't come without risk and risk requires faith or some might call it stupidity. (laughs) Whatever your word is, you want to be great. Let's get stupid people. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Have you subscribed to the show yet? Make sure you do. And don't forget to leave a review. We need you. We need you people to make this thing go. So tell your people, Head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a ranking, rating, and review for the show. You can also do that on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. Feel free to leave us some love there, too. I hope you had fun today. I hope you learned something. Most of all, I hope you were compelled to jump out of your comfort zone and share your story. If I can be helpful in that process, let me know by hopping over to robertkennedy3.com. Hey, y'all, don't forget... 
Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story, and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, and you've been listening to... The RK3.